Welcome to Handcrafting Your Retirement with Brett Ramsey from Artisan Wealth Strategies. In this podcast, we help retirees as well as those who are considering retirement overcome generic wealth management advice that limits your future. We do this by handcrafting customized financial strategies centered on your unique lifestyle. Jump on board for this journey where we delve into strategies that can help make your money outlast you as Brett draws from years of experience with guest experts to eliminate cookie cutter saving strategies. Welcome to Handcrafting Your Retirement with your hosts, Brett Ramsey, where we talk about what you want in retirement and how to make it happen. I'm Wendy McConnell. Well, Brett, we've got a boatload of people to speak with today. We've got a veritable cornucopia of people here this morning, uh, or actually it's this afternoon in snowy Indiana, uh, getting ready for the Thanksgiving season. So I've got two of my uh, favorite clients, Bob and Nancy Sweeney here with us today, as well as a good friend and, and really a great resource that's helped our clients uh, transition as they think about downsizing, Jason Rose from Rose Realty. So all, all of us are going to be participating today, Wendy. Sounds good. Well, let's get let's get right on into it, Brett. Well, wonderful. What I'd really like to just start with is a couple of uh, years ago when I was working with Bob and Nancy, we started talking about when would be the right time for them to think about downsizing and leaving their home. And they're working through that process right now. And I'd really just like to, to first start with Bob and tell a little bit of maybe some of the challenges that you were having with maintaining your current home. And then I'd like Nancy to kind of, you know, talk about what's been so important about where they live and and why it was so challenging to think about downsizing. So Bob, why don't we start with you today? As we get older <laughs> and we're getting there, uh, the yard work and the maintenance on the the home has become a challenge. Uh, we're, we're not as uh, uh, young as we used to be and we don't can't work outside as much. We have a very heavily uh, wooded uh, backyard and just picking up the leaves in the fall has been a real challenge. Uh, plus, we also have a pool. Uh, and so we're giving, we're going to be giving up the pool, but we found over the years that as our grandchildren get older, the pool gets used less and less and less. So that was, a, another concern that we, uh, we had also. And so Nancy, I know that where you live right now has been very, uh, important to you. So why don't you just tell me a little bit about some of the challenges that you had as you were thinking about downsizing? Right. Well, we first looked at apartments and, uh, didn't find anything that really suited us. Uh, we still wanted to be independent. And uh, so luckily, right within our area, a new uh, development was going in for over 55. So this worked out perfect for us. We can use the same grocery stores, go to the same places that we've always been to. And uh, it, it just was a perfect fit at this time for us. So we are in the process of building a house. Well, tell me a little bit about the challenges that you were particularly having, Nancy, when you were thinking about apartments, because I know that that really was something that that you looked at really hard, but it just didn't work for you. Can you kind of tell us a little it bit didn't, about that? Right. Because uh, with our age, we wanted to avoid stairs. So that limited us to a first floor. We wanted an attached garage. And then each time we looked at an apartment, we would hear our neighbors, <laughs> our potential future neighbors. So it just wasn't going to work with us. We wanted to be a little more independent than uh, an apartment. 
although an apartment would probably have given us a little more flexibility because we wouldn't have taxes or high insurance. But for us, the house was the perfect fit. Well, and I, and I appreciate all those challenges. And so one of the things that I would like to ask Jason as he's working with folks in your situation, you know, what are those challenges that you face, Jason, in the current you know real estate environment, trying to find the right fit for people like Bob and Nancy? Thank you, Brett. You know, it's understanding your clients that you're working with because each person has their own uh, hurdles on moving forward. You know, the biggest challenges I see with any downsizing couple uh, is typically the finding options. What is the price? How am I going to finance this? How am I going to move forward? And, and currently, we're looking at inventory issues. So finding that the availability of product. You know, the, and, and lastly, and probably the most important thing that we have the most trouble with, even though we can't find homes right now, but probably the biggest thing is memories. Because you, most of these people who are trying to downsize have um, 400 Hummel figurines or, 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 you know, they have all of their children's, and I mean cherished, but their, their trophies and their memorabilia from high school. So I think probably the biggest thing, and those are always valued substantially higher than what the market values them. If it's the Hummel figurine or the priceless, right, Nancy, Bob, the priceless yeah. soccer trophy that we're never going to get rid of. Right. But what do you do with this stuff, especially if you've been in a home for 30 years and you might have two or three kids? Right. I, If I could interject, I think that has been our biggest challenge is decluttering uh, furniture, keepsakes, and whatever. And we have found that none of our four children really are that interested in things. And when we've looked into auction places or uh, downsizing companies, the things that we thought were valuable are really not that valuable to the market today because people do not want, as someone told me, big brown furniture. <laughs> Younger people, new homeowners want more of a streamlined house now we're we're really looking at current inventory that's unprecedented meaningly low so when bob and nancy are trying to find a home and they have their tr struggles with the apartments now we're looking at okay uh, let's find a house but that was difficult in its own right but even with unprecedentedly low inventory and options out there the biggest challenge we had was the memories and where do we do with those memories and how did we fix those? So, but, so what I'm saying is working with me, but we'll be able to find the housing options. We'll be able to find the financing options and we can get into that later if, if, if we have time, but, uh, but really those are the biggest challenges, price, financing, inventory, the number of homes that are for sale. And then lastly, how do we handle the memories? Well, I know that that was a big, big issue for you, Nancy, was the, the, the neighborhood that you were in, you'd been there for so long. Oh, definitely. <laughs> and that you had developed all these habits and patterns around, around where, where you go to shop, where you go for the doctor, all of those things. And, and your family, you mentioned your, your children and your grandchildren are close by. So, um, you know, when you think about all that, was there one kind of tipping point though, where you said, Hey, this is something we've got to do. Yes. 
And, and what, was, much so. what was that tipping point for you guys? Finally realizing <laughs> that we're getting colder. We didn't want to do stairs every day. Um, so someone that has a first floor master may have a different perspective than we did. But for us, we realized that our we we try to stay healthy, but our health was not going to be as it was when we were 30 or 40. So um, that was the main thing, just looking at our age, realizing, and also realizing that when one of us passes, we wanted to be in a place where that surviving spouse could stay and not leave the burden to our children. So I think, you know, everyone's different, but you kind of know when you want to move. Yeah, that's really important. And I know, Bob, with your background in the mortgage industry, that I know that thinking through the finance piece of it was something that was very important to you. And you did a lot of work on mortgages and reverse mortgages and things like that. Can you maybe share with us a little bit of your experience in working through that both professionally and how it was working through that personally? Well, I've always been an advocate of uh, the reverse mortgage or the Heckam for Purchase, which is what we're going to do, which is uh, uh, FHA insured uh, mortgage, uh, uh, minimal down. What I mean, uh, minimal down is like 50% down, but we never have to make another mortgage payment the rest of our lives because that equity is absorbing that interest payment per month. Uh, thank goodness the builder that we're uh, building the home with as an affiliation with one of the largest Heckam for purchase companies in the United States and a very phenomenal brand, uh, Mutual of Omaha. So they're very reputable and the people there have been just fantastic and our options uh, going forward are just great. So that satisfies that monthly, that monthly payment fear uh, that we, that you always have, especially in this mortgage environment where rates have really, in we signed our contract last December and here it is the middle of November and the interest rates have uh, gone up uh, almost double. Uh, so uh, we're not going to be in a fixed rate environment. It's going to be in a variable rate uh, for Heckam for purchase. And it's, um, it's really a perfect, perfect situation for us. So all we're liable for going forward would be our homeowners insurance, our real estate taxes, <clears throat> and any association dues associated with the project. Well, awesome. That adds a, a lot of education, I think, for our listeners out there on on something they may not know much about. So hopefully they'll be able to do some some learning on their own of, of the many things that your experience and background and of years in the mortgage industry have brought to you. And so uh, that's one of the questions I would probably swing back to Jason is just, you know, in the last year, obviously, we've seen a dramatic change in in the housing market. And, and you know, you'd mentioned earlier, finding that inventory in and what do you see, like, are you seeing any trends or changes in what's available, right? Are the builders starting to adjust their, you know, product to uh, adapt to exactly what Nancy was talking about? Some of the challenges that we are all going to face as we age and the concerns about stairs and things of that. Are you seeing a, a shift maybe in the, in that marketplace at all? Well, yeah, I, uh, after 20 years in the industry, I, 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 could, I, I could tell you what standard and typical has been. And it has been uh, smaller homes with stairs, right? <laughs> or, or, or smaller homes that you still have to mow your lawn, you still have to maintain the exterior. So when, you know, there's a difference. Um, 
with the decreased amount of land that's available, the expensive land, you're getting homes built on less land, uh, doesn't necessarily mean that uh, we're getting a, a uh, downsizing type of product because lifestyle is the key. You know, how does someone move into this home and maintain a lifestyle that they're trying to do? Because we're downsizing not only in space and in furniture, but we're also downsizing in our, our daily routine and our requirements that we need to do. I mean, Bob doesn't want to mow the lawn. He doesn't want to rake the leaves. He doesn't want to maintain the pool. I mean, if we had the money, we'll just stay there, right? Right. Uh, but, you know, if we're going to move to another home that's smaller, I guess typically that'd be downsizing, but it's not really downsizing uh, the functionality of their life. And, and yes, I'd say that, uh, no, it's still not prevalent. But, yeah, I'm really excited to say that we have probably three or four builders throughout um, central Indiana that have started to put in lifestyle products uh, that will help um, consumers, buyers uh, be able to come home and still live with an independent lifestyle um, and live with uh, more of a, I hate to use the word condo, but live with less responsibilities on a day in and day out basis. I have uh, something to add. Uh, downsizing may not be the, the key term, maybe right sizing. So what Jason is trying to explain, we have right sized our, our home. So in your life, in, in, in our whole life. So it, for us, it's really right sizing rather than downsizing, even though we are downsizing from a two story, four bedroom home to a, a single story, two bedroom home uh, and less square footage, obviously. Uh, but uh, I think right sizing is is the key for us. That's a great term. That's a great term. And and also identifying for other clients, it may not be, you know, they need to downsize because they don't want the stairs, but they don't want to move because they love their circles. And 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 it's me listening to our clients to understand, okay, well, maybe moving isn't the right choice. And as a realtor, if you don't move, you don't make money. Well, that's not necessarily how I look at it. We're really here to I've talked people out of selling homes into remodeling the homes. So making those contacts with the builders in the area that would be able to, you know, remodel their homes to fit their needs is just a different, I guess, topic than what, you know, um, the Sweeney's have. So maybe that didn't make sense. No, I, I think that makes a lot of sense. In fact, all of a sudden we're going to retitle this podcast to right sizing, <laughs> um, not downsizing because, um, what we really want to focus on is exactly this discussion, right? Is as I work with families, um, sometimes individuals, because maybe a spouse has passed on or whatever may have occurred, um, what once fit us no longer fits us, right? For all kinds of different reasons, right? So I was going through my closet recently and uh, due to perhaps some choices that I've made this year in terms of my nutrition, I have some things that don't fit anymore, <laughs> And, uh, and I need to right size them and let them uh, go and fit on someone else that, that they'll fit. It's the same thing with our homes. But what was so challenging about this situation and why I wanted to have all three of you here today is this collaboration that's required in the process, right? So it started with understanding initially some concerns over continuing to maintain your property and not being able to do the work yourself. So right. what was happening? Your expenses were going up, but your income wasn't able to go up in kind with it, right? And so we were running into kind of a consistent, what I call pressure, 
pressure point, friction point financially. And we had to deal with it. So at first, you know, I just recently right-sized my life. I sent my youngest off to school. And so we sold our home and we got rid of half our stuff <laughs> and we're living in a van down by the river. Um, <laughs> and uh, what that whole process though taught me was what, how difficult it was for me to go through it at my age and uh, physical abilities that I still possess to move furniture and lift things. And, you know, I had that big giant brown furniture that nobody else wanted either, Nancy, in our house. And, and I had to get rid of it. And you just lifting it and getting it out of this stupid basement was a 1-800-call-the-college-hunk guys to come and get it because I didn't want to lift it either, right? But you also want your time to be valuable. For you, if your son is playing sports, you want to spend your Saturday seeing him play or visiting with him. You don't want to be mowing the yard and that sort of thing. And that's kind of where we were. We didn't want to impose on our children that they needed to come over to move something out of the attic for us back to the first floor. We would rather spend the time with them and their children. So... I, I do think you just know when it's right. Yeah. Well, no. And I think those conversations are the ones that we want this podcast to spark, right? Is that we want people to realize that it, it isn't a set age or there's no set financial reason why you do it. That is Nancy just said, you just kind of know. And I remember it was a, you know, a health event for you, Bob, I yes. think that started you saying, Hey man, I can't do these things anymore. Right. And the reality. So one of the workshops that we teach from time to time, it, it's, it's kind of got a funny name, but it's put on by the MIT age lab. And there's three questions. And I use these questions and I probably used one of these questions with you when we were having this discussion. And in this workshop, we have our clients walk through a process where they identify how are they going to change a light bulb? And what that really was, was it listing all of the manual things that we do around our property that we can maybe do now, but there'll be a point in time where we can no longer do them. And then what Jason mentioned earlier was how do we identify and create that list of people that can start to help us do those things. And Nancy just said, Hey, I don't want to be a burden on my family. Well, they may not see you as a burden, but you felt that you were a burden and you didn't want to do that. You didn't want to be in that situation with them. So that was one of the questions. The second question, which I think you guys are smiling because you remember how I kind of walked you right. through this was, who do you have lunch with? Yeah. And you guys were talking about all the relationships and the people because you'd lived, how long had you lived in that house? 30 years. 30 years in that house. And so all of the relationships that you had and the patterns of your life were built around that location. And I think you even told me the two kind of bordering streets. You're like, Brett, I'm always between these two streets. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. <laughs> And, uh, and I think a lot of people live their lives that way. And so when we think about moving or relocating for weather reasons or whatever it is, are we leaving behind these relationships that mean so much to us? And we're not just going to automatically replace those when we move. And then that third question, which is kind of the silliest one, but gets to the mobility issues that you guys are talking about is how do you get an ice cream cone? right? You guys can still jump in your car and you can go places. There might be a time in the future where you can't do that. And so we needed to be someplace that supported you all the way through the process. So um, that's one of the questions that, you know, I think I keep bringing to people when I do this is to try to help them get there. And then the financial aspects of things start to kind of sort themselves out, right? Because we kind of know 
as, as our listeners will get to know, as I always talk about, okay, how much money's coming in and how much money's going out. And if we can't get those things in balance, then how do we get in balance? Because we need to be in balance. We need to be able to feel confident that we're in balance. So I know that was a big issue for you guys originally when we started this process. So can you maybe walk through and tell me how you dealt with the financial choices that this process has brought on to you? Well, I think one of them, we've, we've had many sleepless nights, but having a confidence in someone that you work with, and we found that in Jason, he really has held our hand and kind of laid out, this is the process, this is what to expect, and um, so forth and so on. And then you've kind of held our hands with, this is the money you have, this is where I've got it, this is how you'll spend it. And so um, you just have to have people around you that you have confidence in. Bob, anything for you on that? Uh, not really. We were, like I said, we were very fortunate uh, on the financial side to be hooked up with one of the, the best uh, lenders in the country. And it's a, it's a hard concept to understand because I've been in the mortgage business for over 35 years. Um, and it, it's just something that is very hard to understand. You know, Nancy and I had so many discussions about reverse mortgages over the last five or six years, but this particular situation, our right sizing into this brand, we've never owned a brand new home in 53 years of marriage. So this is our opportunity to have a brand new home. And also with the health concerns, walking up and down steps really in the future wasn't really an option. So this worked out real well for us. Well, Jason, I know you've uh, got not only the Sweeney's, but I know a few other uh, families that you're working with through the same process. And I know not every, every there's not cookie cutter process at all. So, you know, is there kind of some key questions or things that you would plant as seeds for our listeners today that they need to be thinking about, um, you know, wherever they're at in their process that helps you as the, as a realtor kind of help them navigate this. Cause like you said, there's many options. We've talked today about building a brand new home. We've talked about remodeling an existing home so that it fits you better. We've talked about selling your home altogether and renting, um, which is what I've done for at least temporarily. So um, how do you kind of start that process? Are there some key first questions that people need to think about? For me, it's understanding their needs. For me, it's understanding where their plan is moving forward. And while Brett, you kind of led me on to a few of our clients, uh, there is privacy with that, that Brett can't share with me. And I don't really ask, I kind of know walls. So, you know, phone call, meeting up with them. And then it might seem a little repetitive, but initially I'm understanding why you're moving. And then and, and where do you want to move? Why do you want to move? What is your, uh, what is your uh, optimum uh, square footage and so forth. But that's a little bit too precise because I, I really want to say, don't be fearful, you know, because there's answers. I mean, with Bob and Nancy, they were fearful. Will I be able to find the product that's for me? I think I maybe have, but I don't know if I can. And, and I'm, I'm telling you that the consumer sentiment is, is pretty low as a buyer. They think, oh my gosh, I'm not going to be able to um, afford what I'm going to do. And, and, and consumer sentiment's just the same thing as a seller today where the, the whole market's thinking, oh my gosh, the value of homes is, go is going down because interest rates are going up. 
And these, this is consumer sentiment. This is what media is teaching people. And I'm not trying to be a salesman. I'm just telling you these things aren't true. And if they, if they are true, I'll tell you they are. So don't be fearful. Just be wise and get, get, get the right, get the right uh, uh, information and, and consultation. Not, and it sounds like we're trying to float bread and we kind of are, but you know, get your right consultation financially where you need to be. And then, and then we'll find that answer for you. Is it remodeling? Is it, um, is it moving, you know, and, 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 uh, you know, there are thousands and thousands of homes available out there. It may not be available today, but I bet you it will be within two weeks. <laughs> you know, <laughs> So even though there's not a lot of product inventory, let's sleep and it'll be there tomorrow. Well, Hey, I know that uh, I really appreciate all of you just taking some time out of your life to come and share your stories with us. And one of the things that we talk about at handcrafting your retirement is the idea of confidence, right? So for us, that process started with understanding Bob and Nancy very well and what was important to them and their financial picture. So we created a, a model of you financially and we, so we can understand what I call the gives and takes the trade-offs, right? Because in this process, it's ultimately, as I, as I used to talk to you in the early part of this process was we have to understand the trade-offs. If we, sell our home. We're giving some things away, but what are we picking up? And so understanding those things and getting comfortable and confident with them took some time. This was not a rapid decision that you made. And uh, we need to give it time, not only for the right solution to show up, but for you to really understand what the right solution is for you. And so I, when I think about the financial impact for our clients as they make these choices, that's always the key thing that I talk about. First and foremost, we have to find a solution that fits you well. And then we need to make sure that that solution is financially going to fit you well. And then when we have all of that, then we're going to be able to be confident that we're taking the right next step. And so as the folks that are out there listening, that's what I want you to be thinking about is figure out what fits you well personally. Then we got to make sure it fits you well financially and then we can start moving forward with an expert like Jason to find that right fit out in the real estate market. So Wendy, that was kind of our story today that we wanted to share with you. Well, I want to say congratulations to Nancy and Bob on your new home and for coining the term right sizing. <laughs> we love that. I think that uh, I think that's the one we're going with. That's going to be the title of this. It's not downsizing. It's right sizing. Yeah, I love it. Well, thank you to all of you for being here. Uh, Brett, how can someone get in touch with you? Well, I'd love it if people go to our website, which is www.artisanwealthstrategies.com. On there, you'll find my email and my phone number, which is 317-660-2855. Give us a call. We would love to talk to you about your situation and how we can help you figure out how to right size your, your retirement and retire confidently. And thank you all for joining us today. Please like, follow, and share this podcast. Until next time, I'm Wendy McConnell. Thank you for listening to Handcrafting Your Retirement. Visit our website at www.artisanwealthstrategies.com or give us a call at 317-660-2855. And don't forget to click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Artisan Wealth Strategies. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. 
Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA, SIPC.